Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. My name is Barrett Coldiron, and that's John Mango. What, what, me? Yep, you. You're here, aren't you? Yep, carry on. Okay, yep. I think that burp sort of put you off, didn't it? So, it's time to go. Excuse me, I need some help. Don't worry, madam. Help has arrived. Help, I think I've broken all of my fingers. We're here to help you get them back. I don't like what my wife's made for dinner. Stop moaning, at least you've got a dinner. My name is Cold Iron. Barrett Cold Iron. Captain Cold Iron. John Mango. Glad you're Tudder, shudder. And here we are. Sorry sorry for that burp at the start there, John. I just had to get it out. Right, well, it's done now. Forget about it. Okay, I know you don't really like bodily sounds on the podcast, so sorry about that. I could always just cut it out. Yeah, if you could do that, please. Yeah, I will do. Anyway, so it's episode 23. Doing pretty well. 23 is my lucky number, so I'm oh, hoping that right. it's going to be a good episode this, this week. Yeah. Um, so how have you been? I've been okay, but I've got a bone to pick with you before we, before we go any further. Is it about the burp again? No, it's not about the burp. It's You gave out my address a few weeks ago on the podcast and you left it in. Did I? When Susan, the deliverer, was doing a job, you said, oh yeah, John Mango lives in that number, and I'm not going to say the number again. 26. Right, let's just get on with the rest of the podcast. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I need to defend myself. Um, she basically asked me where you lived, and I told her because she didn't know. But you could have edited it out of the podcast. I've had, I've had people knocking at my door and running off and giggling. Really? Yeah. Hmm. What, kids? No, grown, grown men and women. Oh, okay. It's weird. Don't do that, guys. And I'll open the door and I'll shout after them. Thanks, Barrett. Because oh, oh, it's your you'll fault. Shout, you'll shout it. Yeah, you'll I'll shout, shout it. thanks, Barrett, because it's your fault that they're doing it. I'm not doing that, though. I'm not going to your house and knocking on the door. It's not me. No, 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 no. Right. Well, maybe you should learn their names and shout that instead. Right. Okay. Note, note okay. taken. Right. Okay. Right. You're all right now. Yeah. What have you been up to, Barrett? Well, thinking about what's happened the last few weeks, I've decided to stop my justice spree. Right, okay. Because of the... Well, yeah, well, you know, I I tried my best at the time. But once the police got involved, I was kind of like, yeah, I've got got history with the police and prisons, so I don't really want to, you know... Yeah. Go down that route again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm very much past the free strikes now. Um, so instead, I decided to spend my time reading Daz Trackman's book. Right, he okay. Was, you know, prattling on about it all last week, so I was kind of like, well, I'll give it a read and see what the fuss is about. So, you know, to be fair to him, he's got some good points in there, right? You know, I like the confrontational approach he takes, so I decided, okay, okay, well, I'm going to do that myself. Right. I was like, okay, I'm going to do that. So what I did was, for the last few days, I've been out on Manchester High Street, okay? And I've been looking for places or people with, you know, arguments going on. Okay, So 
one day I saw a couple walking down the street and they were having an argument on the road. Right. Um, and so I went up to them and turns out they were arguing over a certain type of coffee that they were both drinking. One person was in the latte corner. Right. One person was in the black coffee corner. Yeah. Um, now, I, I didn't take sides, obviously. I mean, I am a black coffee guy, but I, d- I didn't take sides because that's what not what I no, am. No, no, third no. Yeah. That's an advice could be you don't want to do that, do you? No. Well, I, went, I was like, oi, what's going on here? And they were like, excuse me, can we pass, please? And I was like, no, I want to make sure what's going on doesn't affect everyone around us. And they were like, well, if you must know, we're arguing about coffee. I was like, what are you doing that for? And they were like, well, you know, he's got a big chip on his shoulder about black coffee. I've got a big chip on my shoulder about latte. We were slugging it out to see who could win. I was like, well, what's the point in doing that? You've both got your own preferences. There's no point arguing about it. You're annoying me. You're annoying all these people out here. What are you doing this for? And they were like, well, look, we want to have a conversation. This This is not a conversation. You're arguing. You're shouting. And they were like, well, not really. We're, we're sort of play shouting. No, you're not. I said to him, you're not. So and you sort like, of become a common enemy that they can be both annoyed about. No, that's, well, no, that's not what I wanted to do. Oh, I was literally, right. you know, saying to him, get a grip. Right. Okay. I thought you were sort of doing a, not a reverse psychology, but do you know what I mean? You were sort of being the bad guy they needed. No, no, I'd never do that. Oh, okay. Um, and they were kind of like, "Look, mate, get out of the way. You don't really know what what we're up, what we're about, you know." Yeah, yeah. And I was kind of like, "I do know what you're about. You're two coffee addicts who can't stop arguing your own corner over a black coffee or a latte, and it needs to stop." Yeah, but you just both like, have a, 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 you know. Yeah, exactly. And I think I won the argument then because then they walked off. Right. Yeah. Um. So. You know, and I, I looked around and people were sort of looking at me and then, you know, I, I feel like in their eyes they were looking at me and going, good on you, mate. Well, yeah, well yeah. done for saying I, that. I think they probably were thinking that. Yeah, and then they walked off. But even so, that's what I've been doing. And really, I think that's the, the best way to do things really at the moment is because it's a very confrontational world, very confrontation, confrontational society at the moment. Yeah. Confrontation with confrontation. I, I, I'm, I'm starting to get more confrontational. Okay, as long as you don't bring it on the podcast, then I'm happy for you to do that. I don't need your permission. Right. Um. One more bit of business before we move on, Barrett. Um. Right. This is like serious stuff. That you, you know, might edit it out or whatever. Um. Someone's been stealing content from our podcast and editing it down into clips and putting it online and. It's clearly just us. They've just taken taken bits of us and put it online on YouTube. Oh, really? Who? Why? Why are they doing that? I don't know. They've just like they'll, they'll take like um, they'll take a role play problem and they'll put it on YouTube. Just the whole thing. What? But like cut it? Yeah, they'll cut it. You know, so it's like about features. ten minutes long or something. Yeah, yeah. I watch like highlights and they'll put it on YouTube. Oh. Right, well, I think we should find out who these people are right? and um, give them a pat on the back because that's a oh, really good right. idea. Okay, I thought you would have been annoyed about that. That's good, though. I'm glad you... Yeah. Well, okay. not really. Like, we're putting this out in the public domain. You know, I'm not that bothered by someone doing it. As long as they're not warping our voices and making us sound odd, 
No, they're not making the sod stupid or anything. No, that's fine then. That's fine. As long as they treat us with intellectual respect, that's fine. Right. We'll 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 try and track them down. Um, I'm not. Okay. That do you know which computers? But... but do you know where to find them? Yeah, I'll show you. I'll send you a link. Okay. Cool. All right. Um, I've got a follow-up, by the way. Oh yeah, go on. Um, so it's from Robin Hood, um, from last week. Robin here. Uh, Robin Hood. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, one day before I was getting ready to go to the Manchester markets, um, I got an arrow through my window. Right. Which is a bit, you know, a bit scary. Yeah, not a normal thing. But, um, it sort of, you know, flew in and got stuck in my wall, and there was a little note attached. Um, and it turned out it was a little note from Robin Hood himself. Um, right. So he's just put, thanks, guys. Got out of the moat. Alligators were sleeping. Uh, little John is fine. He's got a plan for S of N, which I assume is Sheriff of Nottingham. So. We'll talk soon. Robin Hood. But, he's, but this is the cool bit that I really like. He didn't put Robin Hood. He put RH, right? right. Like his initials. But with the H... He put an arrow through the H. Oh, drew like, an arrow. that's clever. Yeah, so it's like, that's pretty cool, isn't it? I like that. Sorry, I'm just imagining how cool that looks. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, it's good. So, yeah, Robin Hood's okay, and um, hopefully we'll hear about him yeah. again soon. Yeah. You know, you know before, daring dues. You know before when I said, what, I've got one more bit of business. Yeah, I knew you, you had more. Yeah, you've just reminded just, me I've, yeah. I've got a follow-up as well. Yeah. So I didn't forget, but well, I did. Uh, this is from Claudia. So you remember um, Trouty? Trouty helped us with this one a bit, didn't mm. he? So, well, allegedly, yeah. Right. So Claudia, she sent me a text, and uh, all it said was, "I took Trouty's advice and took the fight to the beavers. Nine millimeter Beretta, four frag grenades, Bowie knife, and a need for revenge." Dollhouses are safe for now. Okay. Well, I admire again. Look, with with Trouty, like he's off the show today. So, and he said he doesn't listen to podcasts much. Anyway, oh right, yeah, but yeah. I respect his views. I don't respect the man. Oh right, that's that's, quite, that's the thing. Yeah. So when it comes to him review. giving it, well, I wouldn't say that. I'd say that his actual content that he produces, as in his book or that piece of advice good okay i'd say the man having met the man and through that off off air thing that happened last week john yeah. mango yeah um i'd say he wasn't a very nice man at all and on that note should we uh should we go on yes let's let's move on all right And we're back. No noise this week. Lots of people have been getting quite annoyed with the noises that I've been making in quickfire problems. Have they? What they've been telling Yeah. Them. Well, yeah, a lot of them think, um, especially when they're driving, that it's either a car coming up behind them. Oh, I didn't think about that. Or there was someone who was actually uh, riding a biplane, and they thought that one of their engines had malfunctioned. I'm not. I think if you're operating an aeroplane, you shouldn't be listening to a podcast. I'll be honest. 
Well, that's what I said to them, but they said, are you going to lose a listener just because of safety? And I was like, not really. So, um, yeah, so I'm going to not, I'm going to lay off the noises. Right. Uh, okay. Just because I've been, I've been told to. <sighs> well, it might all blow over in a few weeks. You could probably bring them back. Let's be honest. Yeah, well, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping Roger and his biplane will, uh, you know, maybe stop listening to the podcast in his plane. Maybe listen to it in a different mode of transport, but maybe not a plane. Yeah, I mean, anyway, just so, when you've landed, I don't, yeah, anyway, that's a whole yeah, other thing. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, so, obviously, last week we didn't do quick fires because we had Trousy on, yeah. so we did Vice O'Clock last week. Um, but this week we are back with quick fire problems. Now, thinking all the way back to the last episode where we did it, it was 183, if I remember right. right. Okay. Um, so me, and I had just won. So yeah. you need to ask me questions, and I will ask you questions after that. Okay. Are you ready, though? Uh, yeah, have you got your timer ready? I have got my timer ready. Oh, good. Shall we commence? Let's commence. Three, two, one. Will the world ever go back to how it was before email? Mm, yes, I think it will once it ends. Smelly, but already left the house. How to improvise shower? Uh, go. Is it raining? In which case, just take your clothes off and have a bath there. Could a cat be hypnotised? Yeah, definitely, always. Eaten 12 fruits. Will bottom be okay? Um, yeah, I, I, I know. Why is it an alien mothership and not a fathership? Uh, the fathership's at home having a drink. How can I tell if my friends are electric? Um, just put a plug in them. Are nectarines real or is my mother-in-law having me on? No, you're thinking of tangerines. Should I be praying towards Mecca too? Uh, no, Mecca 1. Could a man stop a tank? Um, no. Will, not. will I ever be left in peace? Oh, well, maybe not with this alarm going Not with this alarm, no. Will I ever be left in peace? Um, if you go to the Isle of Skye, yes. Okay, right. So, Barrett Coldiron, you have answered today correctly on quickfire questions the number is of questions that you've answered so the points you will be getting is 10 right okay cool um yeah back to double figures yeah, that's good yeah. fine with that okay so your turn your timer starts three two one go should i macarena or macaroni uh, macaroni, I think. Can you make me stop touching my ear? Um, I can. I'll have to come around to do it there. My dog plays dead. How will I know when it's really dead? Um, no, I don't want to say kick it, but just poke it gently. Advice needed. Should I consume vitamin X? Um, you should, as long as it's been tested on animals. Jay, is this letter overrated? I think it is, yeah. I need some help. I left my shoe on a train. Uh, it's long gone. Get another shoe. What should I go after first? Ark of the Covenant or the Holy Grail? Um, 
I'd say the Holy Grail, because the Ark of the Covenant, I'll be honest, is overrated. Which hall should I put my money on? Um, the one that's the one that wins, obviously. Excuse me, have you seen the postman today? Uh, I haven't, but I haven't really looked out the windows yet. Okay, well, there's a timer. Right. Um, so you got nine. <sighs> you got nine. You were nearly there. You were right. nearly there. Yeah, nine, 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 nine. Yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, 19-3 in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. To Barrett Cold Iron. Uh, I'm trying to think of something to make you feel a bit better. Um, I agree with you. I think Jay is a bit overrated as a, as a letter. Okay, I'm glad you agree on that. Okay, well, that's made you feel a bit better, hasn't it? It has, yeah. So, so um, yeah, 19 free to Barrett Cold Iron. And we go again next week with more quick fire questions. Can you run faster than a rhino? Swim faster than a shark? Shout louder than a cockatoo? Here at Best the Beast, you can find out. Face off against creatures great and small, alone or with friends. That's Best the Beast, 7 Clover Road, Canterbury. Okay, so that was the advert this week. Um, I just want to clear up that, yeah, I know it's in Canterbury, and I know we're primarily a north-based podcast, considering that I'm from Manchester and he's from Leeds. But to be honest, um, oh no, you're not from Leeds, are you? From no, Bradford. I'm from Bradford. I wasn't going to. I wasn't yeah. going to jump in, but yeah. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, you're from Bradford, um, but who doesn't like a nice trip down to Canterbury if you're a, a religious figure? Yeah, you know, yeah. or oh, you just like the tales. Yeah, if you're a religious figure, uh, or you like the tales, and you go down there for a pilgrimage or something, drop drop by. Yeah, that's yeah. what we're thinking. Yeah, they have. I don't. Um, I'll have to get in touch and ask if they're giving any kind of discount because they haven't said so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe like the longer you walk, the more money you get off. Wouldn't that be a better? Wouldn't that be a good way of doing things? Yeah. Yeah, so like in if you if you have to go somewhere in Australia, you get things for free. Right, bring it on. Okay, so this one's quite a long one, so strap yourself in. Um, it's also a little bit spooky, a little bit strange, a little bit odd, but I feel like it's a good one to go on, um, especially because it's a supernatural one and I'm good at them. And also it involves a daughter. She, I don't think she's uh, okay. a, a baby, but she's a, a child, so you're pretty good with children. Um, so let's go. If, it, if it's a long one, is it all right if I have a snack while, while you're reading it? As long as you're not eating on... Mute, mute your mic. Okay, good. He's just, he's just mouthing stuff to me now on the on the Zoom call, so that's good. Hi guys, my name is Beth, and I need some counselling. I was considering going to a proper therapist, but then I saw those waiting times and decided the five pound delivery charge to you guys might be a better option. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It is. That's why we made it so cheap. So something happened to me, and I guess I want to talk about it with someone to help me learn from my mistake. Two months ago, I applied for a job as a preservator of a nearby quarry. It was a historically significant quarry, as it was the first place in the UK to ever mine opal. It's now run by the Eldritch Foundation, who were the people hiring. Anyway, I got the job, 
but looking back, they never even interviewed me. They sent the keys to the gates in the post, and with it, a note saying, don't forget to lock the gates at night. So on my first day, I checked the place out and everything seemed fine. There were some strange obelisk structures in the centre of the quarry, but at the time I thought they were memorials or something, or maybe even old power drills. When it came to 5pm, I got a call from my daughter Cara. She had broken down on the A40 and she needed me to come see her because I paid for her insurance. Needless to say, after this incident, I'm not paying a single penny of Cara's insurance ever again. I was in such a rush that I forgot to close the gates. Honestly, I was fuming, so it just completely slipped my mind. After dealing with Cara's insurance provider and giving Cara a piece of my mind, I suddenly remembered about the gates and let out a big sigh. <sighs> that, that wasn't in a letter, that was a I hightailed it back with the keys in hand. When I got there though, things were different. The obelisks were glowing green, and in between them were huge writhing monstrosities that looked like butchered cows mixed together with an orangutan. What's worse is that some of them were getting through the gates. I ran out of my car and locked the gate quickly when there was a chance, but that didn't stop some of the cow monsters escaping. I drove home very worried, and I handed my resignation in the next day. I've not told anyone about this, but then something on the news compelled me to write to you. According to the news, a nearby butcher has a new special meat that everyone loves. What if he's found a cow monster? Guys, what should I have done to stop this madness from happening? What should I do now? Beth. Oof. Scary, eh? You okay? Have you eaten? Yep, sorry, I just spent that way. Did you did you did you hear that? You weren't over I'm not gonna have to read it again, am I? Um no, I had it all. Okay. So what do you think she should have done? Well, first of all, it was a bit scary, I'll be honest. You were scared? A little bit. Okay. Were you not? Not really. Oh, well, you're, you know, you're big into the supernatural stuff, aren't you? So. Right. Well, what do you... What do you before I sort of get into my yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. meeting two veg, what, what are you saying? I think... Well, I mean, she should have closed the gate, first of all. But, you know, these things slip your mind and all that kind of thing. I don't want to be... Don't want to be Mr. Hindsight today. So I'm not gonna not gonna dwell on that too much. I am gonna say I don't think you should have gone to help your daughter. I think you should have left her stranded by the side of the road. Really? Yeah. Do you not okay. agree? No, I do agree with you. I just didn't expect you to come to that conclusion. Yeah, I just think that her daughter sounded a bit annoying, so I probably wouldn't have I probably wouldn't have bothered oh. going to see her. Okay, fair enough. Um, and she said broke down. I mean, we don't know what the problem was. It could have been something easily solvable. Maybe. Change a um, tyre or put a so wiper blade back on, you know. Yeah, I think the main um, 
takeaway, first of all, on something that you should have done differently, it's not paid for your daughter's insurance. Right, okay. I don't think... Yeah, because that's the reason why you had to go in the first place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So That's a good, that's a good, a good point. Look, a way I do it is to get them to pay for it, obviously, but if you want to help them out, God knows why you would... But if you want to help them out, a better way to do it would be to get them to pay the insurance and then you just transfer the amount into their account. Ah, right. That's smart. I thought you were going to say just get them like an air freshener for their car or something. Yeah, well, that too. Just get, That's them, good. The old, just get them the odd bottle of antifreeze or little bits of bobs WD-40. for their car. Yeah, yeah, just get them bits and bobs. I'll be happy. New wheels. Uh, maybe a new exhaust pipe, you know. They all add up. But about the, um, whatever these monsters are. Oh, yeah, these things. Yeah. Um, I really don't know what we should do here. Um, I want to hear what you have to say, Barrett, and then I'll, I'll try and counter it with something. All right, okay. So um, the supernatural element here is obelisk monsters. Right. Um. They're not very well known. Uh, many people don't really believe in obelisk monsters or anything like this. But people don't believe as... in them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People, people are quite skeptical about these ones. Huh. But so the main thing with these is they basically um, mix together two animals from completely different walks of life and make them into what we see today, an Oranga cow, I'm going to call this. Um, so what, um, you know, obviously I've never come across an Oranga cow, so I can't really... What would it sound like? Uh, 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 uh. That's how I imagine it would sound like. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking something like that. Or um, like a... Like a... <laughs> that's quite a good one, though. I'd probably sound more like that. So I think... Um, well, thinking about that, that's a good point, really, um, Mango, because you've got to think about what an orangutan would normally does, yeah, which is usually yeah. sit around and pick its nose and scratch its bottom or something. What a, a cow would do, uh, which Lie walk around, grass, eat grass, eating the grass. Yeah, so you've got to think about uh, the way to deal with these oranga cows is really to think where would they go, what would they do, and... Um, but what would they do in terms of their individual animal and then think about how that could combine together yeah, yeah. to form what an oranga cow would do. So I think an oranga cow would go into a field like a cow would do, but instead of eating the grass, it would sit down and scratch its bottom like a, a an orangutan might do. Um, so the best way to really do this, I think, is to maybe wrangle them up like a uh, like a rancher. Yeah. Um, do you think you could milk them? Uh, maybe, maybe. I'm not. I'm not sure what would come out, but may, maybe. Yeah, they may have others. We don't know. We, I don't know what our anger cow oh, looks like. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, if you really want to deal with these things, I'd say ra wrangle them up, put them back in the obelisk, because then I'll get transported to wherever the hell they came from and all that, um, and then call it a day um, with the butcher fella. Hmm. Don't know about him. Sounds a bit naughty. Yeah. Um, maybe don't delve into that too much yourself. There's probably some kind of authority you can ring on him, right? 
Yeah. I'd I'd recommend maybe maybe doing a bit of reconnaissance around him because obviously he's he it sounds like he's got in contact with one of these Oranga cows, maybe killed it and selling the meat. Um so what I'd say to do for that is to just see where he goes, where because they may, you know, congregate in the same field or something, and that would make your job really easy. So then you could just wrangle them up and then send them back to the obelisks. But I think, um, yeah, I'd start by having a look where he goes, seeing if you get any leads off him, wrangle them up, get him back in the obelisks. That's what I'd say I've, you should do. I've had a brainwave, Barrett. What, oh, you know, what, we what? were doing the noises that the animal would make. Yeah. She could go in, right? She could just be browsing the meat or whatever. And it'll be like, oh, do you need help? And he'll, she'll say, no, I'm all right. And then when he's off doing something else, chopping some meat, she can just do the noise. And if he looks over as if he knows what the noise is, I think you've you've got him banged to rights. Mm, yeah, mate. Yeah, I, th- I think so. Yeah, I probably will. He will be aware of the noise, won't he? Yeah. So I, I think that's a good way of like knowing whether this is true because he might have just found a really good cow. He might have done, yeah. He might just be really working on a special, special blend of herbs and spices. Yeah. But I think the money's on him finding a Ranga cow. Okay, so my sort of takeaway is what you should have done is I would have taken the job of the quarry and I would have... Um, Made sure that the I'd, I'd probably check out the obelisks instead of just assuming that they're just memorials, because um, they they are a bit striking, especially the ones I'm thinking of. Um, then definitely I wouldn't pay for my daughter's insurance. I think that's the main takeaway here. Definitely don't do that. And then come into uh, come into what you should do is look. You've got the oranga cows out there now. Wrangle them up. Get ranching. Yeah. Get them back. Yeah. And see what happens. Um, we've come up with some good solutions and good ways of finding out whether this butcher knows about Oranga cows. Um, the only thing I haven't really thought about is how they we'd actually wrangle them up. I assume you'd use a lasso, but then again, I don't really know yeah, if an Oranga cow. Orangutans are quite head. clever. Yeah. yeah. Um I think if you got a few people in four by fours, you could probably herd them somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, you're gonna to have to get a few people in on this. So. so I pretty, I pretty much agree with what you've got over there, Barrett. Um, should yeah. should have closed the gate again. I won't dwell on the fact that you should have done that because it was your job. Um. So yeah, get get those animals back together. Uh, maybe maybe study them a little bit actually because they sound pretty rare. Well, yeah, they are. Yeah, I've never seen an Oranga cow. Also, if you want to try the meat, we won't judge you. He's already killed it, so... Mm. I might. Um, All right, problem solved? Problem solved. Problem solved. Roleplay problems. Roleplay problems. Roleplay problems. Well, you know what that sound means because it, mm-hmm. it says what it is in the sound, I guess. But yeah, um, lunch time. What? No, the sound on our podcast. The the thing we just played. Yeah, it's one p.m. Lunch time. No, it's role play problems, Barrett. 
Are you ready? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, today, you've got to be timed. What? Yeah. And it's not like a, a, a good timer. It's a countdown to something bad. What? I, oh, dear. This is not good. So, Stephen has found yeah. a bad bomb. A bad bomb, okay. And he needs to either get rid of it or right. defuse it in okay. 15 minutes. 15 minutes, right, okay. Get so me on to him, pronto. Let's, let's get him on the phone and I'll start yeah. the timer. Hello, Barry, you've got 15 minutes. Uh, if you'd help me, that would be really helpful. What? Say that again? Hello, my name's Steve. I'll talk a bit, I'll talk a bit slower for you, Barrett. I found a bomb. Uh, it's going to be about 14 minutes, 44 seconds. Sorry, 42 seconds of that. Okay, right, okay. So you're talking really fast, so I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to talk um, quickly because the bomb, the bomb's going off and I have to defuse it. I'll get rid of it. I'll move it. All right. We've got much time, so you're going to have to talk fast. Yes, all right, okay. So, um, where are you? I'm by the bomb. Yes, where are you? In terms of where is the bomb, where are you? I, I'm underneath a kennel. A dog kennel? Yeah, for various dogs. And some of the dogs have promises. And needless to say, this bomb would cause carnage if it went off here. Um, have you got a car? Can you move the bomb? I have got a car. Yeah, can you move the bomb? It's a very big bomb. So you can't pick it up? Not on my own, and not without machinery or some kind of equipment. Right, okay. So, it's stationary. Um, right, so it's in a kennel? Yes. Someone has, Can you disguised, move? Someone has disguised the bomb as a dog, and nobody realised it was a bomb until now. Right, so, can you move the kennel? It's not a kennel like on Snoopy, like a wooden kennel that you see in cartoons. It's like right. inside a big row of cells, like a dog uh, prison. Right, okay. Okay, so that makes sense. Best place for carnage, too. Right. Have you got any experience? I really don't want to do this, but have you got any experience in disarming bombs? I have seen a bomb defused in at least three films. Right, okay, well, that's something. So. Is there a timer on the bomb? Can you see the timer? Yep, it has 12 minutes and 52 seconds now. Is there a stop button? There is. Press the stop button. I'm pressing the stop button now. Nope, I think it was a joke by who hasn't made the bomb. It's not doing anything. Uh, okay. <sighs> should, um, we, should we evacuate the dogs in case, God forbid, I do not manage to defuse this bomb? No, because that, that'll waste time. Um, I think what you could do now is, is... Have you got a screwdriver? Yes. Okay. That's, that's Phillips, Phillips head or flathead? Phillips, please. Uh, well, Sorry, first... Right, okay. Well, check the nuts and bolts and all that on the bomb and see if you can... If your flathead can screw them off. Please don't say you need a Phillips. I'm mistaken, it is a flathead screw on the bomb. Okay, good. We'll get your flathead out and screw them off. Here we go. I am screwing. Okay. I'm a bit scared because what if they have booby trapped the bomb? Um, they weren't it done. If they're bombing a dog kennel, they're probably not that sophisticated. So. 
just screws out. Okay, good. Uh, and then take the panel off. Panel off. Right, okay, so what do you see now? Do you see the inner workings? Yes, there are lots of things that are like capacitors and wires and special circuit board. Okay. Um, I'm in two minds about whether you should just smash this or whether you need to be a bit more careful. What do you think? Do you think you should smash it? I think smashing it has a 1 in 500 chance of working. That's good odds. And I am a um, mathematician, so you should take these numbers as truth. Okay. Um, so... What if, what, what if we can get hold of an expert on this kind of thing? Do you know anyone? Um... No, not really. I, you could maybe, you maybe put your head out of the kennel and shout. Does there any, is there anyone who knows how to disarm bombs? Maybe you can get someone to help you. Right, let's have a go. I will go and ask now. Is anyone here? No, how to defuse a bomb, please. Oh, there's someone running over there. Okay. Um. Who are they? Hello. Who's this? My name. Is that what you want? Yes, I'd like your name. And we need to hurry up, mate, because we've got a bomb on our hands here. My name is Philip Tungsten. Right, okay. That's Phil. my mother's name, Tungsten. Right, yeah, I don't care about that. Do you, um... Do you know how to disarm a bomb? A bomb? Yeah. I think I could give it a good go. Right. Okay, so could you please go to the bomb in the kennel and see what you've got to work with? Yeah. Right. The bomb's got 8 minutes and 32... Sorry. No, it's not now. They've got eight minutes and twenty-six. Right, yeah, no, yeah, I, I get, yeah, yeah. Just, just forget about the time limit. Just, just look at the bomb and see if you can disarm it. There's a lot of wires and a circuit board. Yes, I know. My other mates just explained that to me. I'm gonna start fiddling about with it. Here we go. Wait, 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 wait. Do you know what you're doing? Not really, but Steve. I don't think Steve wants to have a go. Right. Okay. Well, at least you got guts to try. Um, hey, was that? You have a go to me, bud. Well, you can have a you go. Right. Out of my way, Philip. I'm going to have a go at this. Okay. Right. So, okay. I'm glad that you're back because you're quicker at talking. Um, yes. Um, although sometimes me, people told me I have a tendency to keep talking when I shouldn't really be. Right. Right. Shut up. Yeah. Um, do you have a, a, a coloured wires? Coloured wires? Is there any coloured wires? Give me the coloured yeah, wires. Some of them are, some of them are stripy. Some of them are different colours. So there are red, blue, yellow, black, slightly deeper red, brown, yellow and green striped, yellow and blue striped, blue and red striped, and then there is one that is like metallic. Right. Okay. I think this is a trick. So they want you to cut the plastic ones, don't they? Yes, probably. Yeah, because they're like, haha, they've seen these films. 
pick up the metallic one. Are you sure about this? Because this, there, there is only one of these wires. Yeah, I, I think that's the one. I think the other wires are just dupes, like... Okay. I'm trusting my life, and Philip's life, and these dogs' lives with you, Barrett. Okay. I'm going to set the line up. Yeah. Okay, we have not blown up. Okay, good. The countdown is still going. Wow. But now there is a, there is a beep. And I'm not sure what's happening. Warning, warning, warning. Uh, warning, try warning, pressing the stop button again. I pressed the stop button. The time has stopped. Oh. Oh. No, it started again. Oh, right. Uh, do, 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 is it. Oh, right, okay. Maybe keep on pressing it. Because then it'll stop the time for like a second. Ah, yes. As long as I keep my finger on the stop button. Then the bomb has been stopped. Oh, good. Good. Is that is that? I think, I think that is working. Fantastic. Uh, well, in that case, then you got all the time in the world. If you just stay there, you can get your mate Slowpoke to yeah. ring up the police and get him to properly disarm it. Philip, I want you to come and put your finger on this button and not take it off. Oh, are you really entrusting him that with that? That responsibility. I, I speak quicker, so I can talk to the police and I can get the information to them come more quickly. Oh, I see. Alright, good thinking. Is Philip alright with this? Hold this button. Is that, is that what you want me to do? Yeah, and don't let go. Let go? No, don't let go. Okay, holding the button now. Alright, good. I should mention I'm very afraid of dogs. Right, okay, what what I'll do, right, I'll stay on the phone line with Philip, right, so he's got someone to talk to, and you go and get yes. the police. Okay, I'm going to get the police. Right, okay. Philip, can I have phone, please? Yeah, it's a Motorola, and it looks old, but it will still work. What you have to do is... Um, if it locks, you'll just have to press this. Here. Yeah. Here you go. Okay. So, He's Philip. gone now. Yeah, Philip. Yeah. Um, what I want you to do now is I want you to um, just sit down, make sure you've got your finger on the button. Yeah. Yeah. And just go la 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 la. So then you won't hear the dogs barking. What? What dogs? What? What is this building? It's a kennel building. It's like a oh, no. place where dogs are kept. Oh no! I'm. Did you not know that? I'm really. Why are you here? I'm, if you didn't I'm afraid know? of dogs. I was walking past, and I heard someone. Oh no! Are there dogs here? Yeah, the dogs here. Yeah. Ah. Right, okay, they bark in there. Yeah, I'm a bit... Well, that, that, that was clever, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, so that was clever, wasn't it? Um, well, I'm sorry, mate, we're going to have to wait until your mate comes back. Okay. Fast talk, you man. I can do this. Yep, yeah, yeah, you can do it. I can do this. Yep, you can do it. When you said, hold the button, did you mean keep my hand on the button the whole time? 
Yes, I did. Oh, I'll put it back on the button now. How long has it been off the button? Um, just a few minutes. It will be okay. I'll keep my hand on the button now. So what's the timer now? It's on two minutes and 12 seconds. Uh -huh. Right. Just keep your finger on the button, otherwise you're going to get blown up. Hello, I'm back. Oh, he's back, right, why, okay. Why has the timer gone down? Oh, uh, it's a long story, it's a long story, it's a long story. Right, it's a police queue. Yeah, the police are just coming in now, they're still parking outside. Alright, okay, just wait until one of the police officers come in and they can hold the button then and then you can bugger off. Here he is. Oh good. Hello. Hello. Are you the police officer? Yeah. Right, can you put your finger on that button? That's not my job, mate. Well, you've got to... Well, do you want to blow up? Do you want to die? Are you threatening a police officer, mate? No, I'm not. I'm telling you, if you want to die, don't put your finger on that button. That but sounds like do... a threat, mate. Right, well, I'm just going to hang up now if you're going to be this, this horrible to me. I, I don't have a good... I don't have a good relationship with the police anyway, so... Right, so you've hung up then, Barrett. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's the police. So I don't like talking to them. Right. I hope they've... Right. Well, I hope they've communicated properly to the police what the problem is, because otherwise they've not got long on that counter. I'm sure Quick Boy, Quick Man, I can't remember his name, is... Steve. Uh, Steve, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure he's on the ball, you know? Right, okay. Well... I guess we'll have to wait and find out. I'll probably put it this way: if it's gone wrong, we'll probably hear about it in the news tomorrow. Yeah, I doubt. I doubt we will. Anyway, um, so that's all we got time for this week. It's been a good podcast. Twenty third yep. episode. Yep, 23. Yeah, twenty three. Twenty three, my lucky number. It's been a lucky episode, I think. So, goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Hey, this is a scurvy and fun to pop a dungeon.